0: This is episode four of the Arts Academy podcast with Victor Vernado and Roxy Hayes. How to market your podcast. Special guest, Amber Rollo. Hey, Amber, how's it going?
1: <laughs> oh, you know, I am quarantined with my ex-fiance right now, so it's fun.
0: <laughs> and now if I can give a quick introduction, Amber Rollo is a comedian and a host, uh, and then I've known her for a while and since I've known her she's been with this one person Uh, his name is Gabe Pacheco Mm -hmm. Uh, I say his last name right? Pacheco? Pacheco, yeah. Mm -hmm. Pacheco. Okay, Mm -hmm. so she's been with Gabe Pacheco and then right before coronavirus hit, apparently they broke up.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm. Uh, Two weeks before. Two two, two weeks before.
0: (laughs) Two weeks before, but now they are uh, shacked up together in the same apartment because of coronavirus Mm -hmm. Uh, and then they decided to start a podcast uh being in the same apartment because what else
1: are we gonna do yeah yeah, exactly you gotta up the tension
0: levels (laughs) (laughs) what's the name of your uh what's the name of your podcast
1: it's called the next binge thing and we mm -hmm. we binge uh tv shows together and then talk about them oh that's cool yeah
0: and then you talk about tv shows and relationship a little bit right
1: yeah we talk about tv shows we talk about our coping skills and then we talk Mm -hmm. about the tv shows and then we talk about again like how we're surviving um the tv shows are just like a vehicle we use in order to talk about everything that's going on this new norm uh living with our ex and also being quarantined
0: well Mm -hmm. since since we're talking about techno techno technol technology i [3] I almost said technology but that's Uh [3] completely wrong but since we're talking about technology why don't you tell us what your setup is for recording your podcast
1: Sure. Um, well, we do it on video and audio and we don't live stream it. Although now talking about all of this, I really am intrigued by, um, stream and, and using these different ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now it's pretty much in house. It's all, um, we use an H five zoom, uh, and then we plug our XLR mics directly into that. And then, um, I also have my camera on a tripod in front of us. And so I use the video from the camera and then I use the audio from the H5 Zoom. I um, sync them up afterwards. I just edit it all pretty much in Premiere because I'm lazy and then I download the MP3 and the MP4 through um, Premiere. Rather, I could go into like Audacity and, to, and like mess with the audio more in audacity but i'm i haven't gotten into like messing with the audio that much but i yeah
0: i i have a surprise for you i think i'm going oh, to yeah? talk about it right now uh i believe that the h5 zoom is actually a usb audio interface as well what? which means that you can plug it into your computer and then use regular mics because oh my gosh. of the zoom how uh, what how, well, yeah. well does, your, okay. your, doesn't your does your Zoom have a USB port?
1: Yeah, yeah I think and it so does. Yeah.
0: Usually when you plug in a Zoom, when you plug in a Zoom, it'll say, do you want to use this as a storage device or as a USB audio interface? Oh. So when you plug it into the computer and you choose USB audio interface and then your microphone can be plugged in and then you can use it. You can use you know, like a real microphone. Amazing. You could, be, you could be using a real microphone right now.
1: Amazing. I'm not using a real microphone right now, but I... I that's really awesome. Um, thank you. You're way more technologically adept than I am. I'm just like, I don't know. I mishmash things together that I have. <laughs> what can <laughs> I say? I
0: am an AV nerd. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's how we do it. And then I also have this other project called, um, which is a live comedy show called can I live? Mm-hmm. And I post that on zoom on every Friday on zoom. So, okay. um, we don't have a microphone or anything but we do I do do a live Zoom comedy show. You do do? Uh, I do do. I, do. I do do.
0: Well so when you do a live Zoom comedy show, do you is it is it all the guests are also in Zoom or are you using Zoom and streaming it live on Facebook?
1: I've done both. Um, I've had all the guests on Zoom for can I live. Um, so we can have up to 100 guests, but you know, I'm not that popular. We usually have like 50. And mm-hmm. then um, Then I've also done it on Zoom where we have like a live studio audience, essentially. So we had like 30 people who were friends and then we had it streamed to YouTube and Facebook at the same time. Yeah,
0: that's cool. I like the idea of Zoom because what you can do with Zoom is you can... You can have a group of people and then stream it live. Like you could have a group of people that are more controlled. Exactly. Like if you wanted to do a comedy show, you could actually have laughter. And and one of the things that one of the things that is actually important for all of these, which I forgot to mention, was latency. Uh, Zoom is fast enough so that you can tell a joke and get laughs and it feels natural. Yeah. So is uh, so is StreamYard. It's actually fast enough so that you can have real conversations like we're having right now. Um, I don't. I can't say the same for um i can't say the same for soundtrap but then again soundtrap is not a live streaming uh, yeah. platform
1: that's but- exactly why i chose zoom for the comedy show as opposed to like instagram live or facebook live which i see people doing um is because i wanted the actual live laughter reaction from people but then integrating the two is even better i just haven't i haven't gotten there yet
0: well one thing that we wanted to talk about especially uh uh, it, uh especially a lot of people who have their own podcasts out there who are going to want to know about mm-hmm. is uh you were recently like uh featured in a pretty decent write-up mm-hmm. with, uh where was a where was it forbes forbes, in magazine? Forbes. Mm-hmm. In forbes magazine and i remember it was you uh, it was kamal nanjiani uh-huh. uh and another couple who, who also have a podcast
1: yes um yeah it was a uh, so Whenever I have um, projects, I always just send out uh, like I I put together like a um, press release and then Mm -hmm. I send it out to different publications that I think I would love to write about us. Um, And it's a lot of time and work. And um, for sometimes I have sometimes I hire a publicist to do it, and sometimes I do it myself. This one I did um, get a publicist to do it, but I've done the same thing myself. So what you do is you just get a press release together, um, summarizing exactly what your podcast about, what Mm -hmm. highlights it, what makes it different from other people's. Um, And then you find the reporters who are writing about things like this. Mm -hmm. Um, And in this case, it was Joshua Dudley who writes uh, for Forbes about podcasts. And she, um, my publicist reached out to him and he happens to know my ex-fiance, Gabe Pacheco. Okay. she didn't know that he knew him, but um, when those, break. yeah, exactly. When those two things link up and you're like, Oh, this is a podcast that I happen to be, this is like a, a thing that I'm happen to be writing about people that I um, happen to like and know already. And, um, and it's a good product. Uh, then once that all comes together, they will write about it. But honestly, it's just um it's time. It's mm-hmm. reaching out to like a bunch of different places. And then when you get the little ones, like if you are doing a comedy podcast and you want to reach out to an awesome smaller publication like Comedy Cake, right. um, then they will write about it. And then those little ones build up on each other. And once you get more um, write-ups, you are higher in the SEO when people start looking up podcasts like this, when people start mm-hmm. looking up like, Comedy podcast, quarantine podcast. You want your name to come up higher and higher, right? And um, as that happens, then bigger and bigger publications will be open to writing about you.
0: Does that make sense? That makes complete sense. Now, one question is: if if uh, people are out there and they've got their podcast and they're like, "I want to hook up with a publicist," what kind of price tag are they looking at?
1: Um, that's a good that's a good question. Uh, it depends on. The publicist and the deal that you have worked out with them, but it can be anywhere from like if you have a small time person who's doing it for, you know, trying to get build up their resume and stuff, it can be like $500 a month. People pay up to like $10,000 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and you can work on them on a project base or you right. can work on them or you can like have a publicist for, uh, that like handles all of your business. Basically my publicist is like my, my manager essentially. Cause I, um, so she like hooks me up with um, writing projects. She like pitches me for writing projects um, and video projects. And, um, and then I actually make the content and yeah. Um, Right now my publicist is like a thousand dollars a month.
0: Great. I mean, that's, I mean, that's actually great information. And to be honest, I actually knew the answer because I have a publicist that I work with for some projects right now. However, it's different. It's different for different people. And if you're like an individual, it's different than like where I have a small company. Obviously, we have different price levels that we work with.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, I've like, researched it, but I still don't know what everyone else is doing or everyone else is is paying. But yeah, from what I've looked at online, there is like,
0: did you feel like the did you feel like the article in Forbes uh, had an impact on your subscription level?
1: um I felt like it did have an impact on yeah listenership and downloads definitely mm-hmm. um it, uh, and and it um I don't know I still I still am waiting to to see how what the impact looks like long term so I still am gonna wait and see more I think. What's going to happen next is we might get a write up in the New York Times, which would be uh, really, really impactful. It did make my um, my niece write me in the morning that it came out and was like, I just saw you on Apple News. And that was cool.
0: That's great. I feel I feel like one thing that's also important is like making uh, making a place where your fans can communicate with you. Mm Do you have that set up, too? Do you do like Patreon or what do you do?
1: Yeah, I have a Patreon um, mm-hmm. that I've set up for this. It's my first time really doing a Patreon, um, but I like that a lot. Uh, it is a good place where people can, like, talk about stuff. And also, i that's where I put the videos. I don't have the videos just publicly available right now just because it is um, so much time and effort put into it. I, I mm-hmm. would love a place where people can donate for some of the work.
0: You <laughs> must so much time and <laughs> so much time and effort to like make the videos?
1: Yeah, to to make the videos and um watch the show and edit them and then post them and Yeah, I put in clips um during it's not like just our conversation. I put in clips of the show that we're watching and um yeah, it's time to edit.
0: That's actually why I like stuff like this because I'm I'm always trying to like figure out a way to make things more efficient and like mm-hmm. for instance like with this software I'm doing a rough edit of the entire thing and getting an audio mix and it's already it's already branded like that's why I like finding out finding out uh, places like this so that I can cut a lot of that work in half or even definitely. more than half. Yeah. Exactly. I'm you definitely have, intrigued. You have a podcast too, don't you, Roxy?
2: Yes, let me unmute myself. Yeah, I do. It's called. Uh, I don't know. I can't really curse on here. It's called bedtime b-word. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are we not allowed to curse? I didn't know that. Um, well, you well, didn't curse. You were doing.
2: Good. You, I, I
0: mean, you can you can curse. I mean, we'll bleep it out. I mean, just because this particular podcast is kind of a tutorial, so it's not. You know, I mean, cursing doesn't help. It so it's like, why even? <laughs> Like make it make it available to a wider audience because oh, why not man. exactly.
2: <laughs> so you might call it bedtime B word and before the quarantine, uh, I was filming with a production studio, like in their studio. Um, but now I'm trying to figure out how I should film, and this is actually helpful. I did one on Instagram, Instagram, wow, Instagram <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
2: live, which was cool, but it like the the signal was so trash and spotty. I just like that people could. Join in and stuff like that. But I think for future episodes, I'm going to try to do um, Zoom or something. I really like StreamYard, how it's looking. And um, I have an OnlyFans. Mm
1: -hmm. I had a Patreon,
2: but I did OnlyFans. And I've made a lot more money doing OnlyFans than Patreon. For I think one of the reasons is because people are disgusting and they think, <laughs> <laughs> they assume that OnlyFans is nothing but like lewd stuff on there. Yeah. But OnlyFans is the same thing as Patreon. I just find mm-hmm. it easier because you don't have to do the different levels. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really keeping up with my Patreon because I was doing all these different levels. But uh, once I switched to OnlyFans, I can just schedule out my stuff and have it, have it put out. So I've made like some pretty good money in like two weeks just because... People are
1: gross. That's fact, awesome. I, I've seen a lot of comedians go to Only OnlyFans, yeah. um, and I'm I haven't done it yet, but I'm interested in that yeah, too. You should check it out. It's real easy to okay. set up too. Yeah.
0: Uh, one thing that you can also do is you can you can use uh, nicer cameras with your computers because just the same way that you can have a USB capture device for audio, you ah. can do the same thing with video. Okay. Uh, they usually are around. Uh, they, I think they started like sixty dollars for one. And you can just take any, like any camera with like shallow depth of field or a, a, a nice DSLR and you can use it just like you can your webcam. Is it,
2: mm-hmm. is it called a USB camera interface? It's usually, a it's
0: interface? usually called uh, I think they mostly go by video capture, video capture cards or video capture. Actually, why don't I just look it up right now? Okay. While, <laughs> while, okay. uh, you, actually what do you when, talk about when, on your
2: podcast? okay so I usually talk about nerdy stuff if you can't thanks so Amber. <laughs> <laughs> segue so I'll um I'll, I'll just have a guest on and then we'll just talk about whatever um nerdy thing we're really really into and it just kind of we end up going on rants and tangents so like the last one I did on um, Instagram live I had a comedian uh Haywood turnip C jr and yeah. we actually were talking about comedy and comedians that we like and we it ended up going into us comparing comedians to star wars characters huh? and it was probably like the best podcast episode i've ever done because i love comedy and i love star wars somebody was trying to say kevin hart was a jar jar binks
1: oh wow okay
2: i disagree more. with i think we said that he was finn
1: okay that makes um, a lot more sense yeah i'm
2: like jar no. kevin hart does stuff so you can't. yeah and it's
1: <laughs> it's more he's more universal than jar- yeah jar, i feel um i roxy do you have do you make your own is this your sweater is this
2: so i draw some of the stuff but i'm not the best illustrator so no i usually uh commission different artists so this is one um her name's adiola awolope so she does a lot of the anime style stuff that i do because i think merch is also important especially like with podcasts and stuff like stuff that people like and want to wear and can show
1: Help yeah. with the money. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, merch. Do you got yeah. merch. I don't have any merch. No. I mean, this is a brand new podcast. We just started oh, okay. it, like during the quarantine. So, oh, God, um, I, I could, I could do that though. But I yeah, definitely do that.
2: Get mm-hmm. you some money. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so USB video capture devices come in like all oh, different okay. kinds, and so uh, there. I think there's one called CamShare. I think which is the the biggest one, but. You you can get all different kinds. This is actually the one that I have. I, I bought. I have three of these because I use them for different cameras, so that I could I could uh, live switch with the different cameras. I bought this one, and this one works. This one works cool. great. It's not the name brand, but it's but it's less than the name brand, but it does the exact same job and has never failed. It's worked just fine. And so you can go out and get a a video capture device and just like make it happen with your uh, with your computer. Okay. That's oh, awesome.
1: Cool. Yeah.
0: All right. So believe it or not, we're at the end of the podcast. Really? Yeah. Wow. Nice and simple. You can find us at artsacademypodcast.com.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.
2: Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50